0: I V M
1: Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Simplified for somehow the show this keeps going on and on and on and
2: on and we are back I am Naren
1: and I am Chuck we are going to be your hosts for this show Mm -hmm. Naren are you watching the IPL?
2: Well, what with uh, you know, I have better things to do. So I was watching my uh, yeah my bougainvillea plants grow yesterday. It was very urgent. Yeah,
1: Indira so. Plant League <laughs> yeah. is what yeah, I, yeah. your I feel is.
2: I have absolutely yeah, zero I, interest. I, I haven't no, been watching. No man, I've lost. You know. I've
1: lost all interest in. I actually I haven't been watching too much cricket uh, itself. Actually, after the Australians won the World Cup for yet the yet another time. Yeah. Uh, the IP has just stopped being interesting. It's at Before, there used to be at least a, controver- a controversy. You know, Sri Shant used to do something stupid. I know, <laughs> you yeah,
2: know, yeah. Toil- uh, Towelgate, was it? Towelgate, yeah, Towelgate.
1: Yeah. Now, even hmm. that's not there. So, hmm.
2: um, so much for But it. there so, are a lot of people. So, I, I sashayed into one friend's house hmm. unwittingly the other day and they were like
1: punchos. Did, you, again, sa- did right? you sashay in uh-huh. two rupees? No, okay, very bad, very Ouch. bad joke. <laughs> very sad.
2: Once again, I take this opportunity to apologize to my uh, listeners that while it is eminently clear that <laughs> I should have strangled Chuck by now, I am not allowed to do that by some silly old Indian penal code. Yeah, it's right. <laughs> when I become the dictator of India, all that will change. Yeah. yeah and uh, yeah what are we talking about I have no idea so yeah. I think
1: we should just move on and introduce our guest yes we have a guest
2: yes and yeah that's the because reason, we have run, we have run out of ideas yeah yeah reason reason uh, reason we were talking about the IPL and other things is that one of the things we do when there's some IPL around is we put on a pair of headphones Correct. and listen to some music yeah, especially
1: since Asha Boghle is not there and <laughs> we are left with uh, Danny Morrison and Navjord Singh Sidhu yeah. we want any other sound anything else <laughs> yeah. can play Yeah. headphones and yeah. on that note Uh, With the most uh, uh, scripted segue (laughs) ever We introduce our guest Yes, we have a guest And we have Mr. Raghav Somani Hello, Raghav Hey, Chuck Hi, Nareen
2: Hi, hi, Raghav Great to be meeting you Raghav
1: Hmm. heads uh, a company called Headphone Zone And that excites me a Hmm. lot Because I'm a big fan of zones Hmm. (laughs) (laughs)
2: And and especially headphones Headphones,
1: So, uh, Raghav, India's first
0: headphone-only store? Yeah, that's E-store? Right.
1: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, we actually didn't start off as an e-store. We started off as a store. Okay. And then we moved online eventually because everybody who came to our store was invariably just browsing online for their headphones. Oh, okay, okay. So, uh, where where is the store? Is it in Bombay? No, so we first started our stores in Bangalore. Ah. And we went from one store to six stores in about a year's time in Chennai and Bangalore.
1: That's amazing. How many retail stores do you have right now? Right now, there are three. Because okay. Because
0: everybody's pretty much buying stuff online now. That's...
1: That's pretty awesome. Um, tell me, what
0: all do you do? Uh, what all does Headphone Zone actually do? So it's pretty simple. We're um, we're basically a go-to destination on the internet to buy headphones and earphones and anything that is related to headphones and earphones, all the way from a headphone amplifier to a headphone uh, DAC to maybe a high-resolution audio player that mm-hmm. plays music in very good quality. And uh, we basically help people choose the headphones that they need. Not necessarily always expensive headphones, mm-hmm. but all kinds of headphones. Mm-hmm. And uh, we ship it out to them so that they get That's, them in the doorstep.
1: All right. That's so, pretty summed up what he does. And <laughs> I must confess at this point of time, Naren and dear listeners, that I'm a huge headphone aficionado. Uh As many of you might know, I have spent... uh and a fairly reasonable amount of money on headphones. I have given Raghav a fair amount of business. Let's uh, say that, and yeah. I will continue doing that. That's
2: I have to. I have to add here that Chuck is almost ridiculously fond of headphones. So he will frequently prefer headphones over baths, soaps. Uh, I thought you were going that. to say pawn, which is actually true. <laughs> yeah, it
1: was also true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we
0: have a very, we have a very good term for describing these guys in the industry. We call <laughs> them audiophiles. Space. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ah. people who uh most associate themselves with the love of audio
2: yeah mm-hmm. and i also heard them defined as people who listen to the equipment and not the music and that wouldn't um. be untrue <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> careful Raghav, careful
2: <laughs> so yeah i'm i'm the i'm the innocent i'm the babe in the woods here because uh-huh. chuck is very uh you know he he's into music and he's he, he knows a lot about headphones too so uh i'm i'm a very very recent convert to you know, the utility of headphones in the first place. Because I, uh, my son is a big fan of Pink Floyd. And uh, he, you know, he keeps telling me that I have to know more about, I listen to Indian classical music. And he says, no, you know, you can't be my dad and not know Pink Floyd. So he gave me three <laughs> songs to listen to. And I I wasn't really, I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then he bought me this really good pair of headphones which I listened to and it was almost as if I was hearing a different piece of music. So I'm very impressed mm-hmm. and I have a lot of questions for Rakav,
1: Yeah,
2: which I hope uh, the you know you guys are not going to find too inane and uh, no not at all
1: before we get uh, before we ask Raghav those questions I just wanted to share just like you shared your <laughs> headphone story I thought I'd share mine as well so uh, I was in college in uh, a sprawling metropolis called Trishur <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> over, over there uh, I had a very very cheap pair I had a very cheap uh, mp3 player um, you know one of those things that you go to a shady uh, duty free store and I'm <laughs> using very very big inverted commas here 120 MB types mm-hmm. and came with a very cheap uh, pair of uh, uh, pair of earphones, which obviously got spoiled. I went to whatever Trishu's equivalent of Chroma or VJ sales was and I got a pair of Sony headphones. Okay, not very fancy. They're like 1,200 bucks or something, but they changed my world. They were like amazing and they lasted me for about two to three years. Uh, eventually, when I moved to Chennai and had a job there, uh, I bought a better pair of earphones and... I was part of a few online communities, and I remember asking somebody over there, "Hey, I'm into head. I am into music, and I want to buy a better pair of headphones. I prefer rock and metal. Is there any anything that you can recommend to me?" So, a friend of mine who was also part of that forum, he said, um, "I would highly recommend Grado for you because I think that will suit your style of music. However, it's very hard to def- get in India." Uh, try to get your hands on a Sennheiser if you can and that word oh, okay Sennheiser okay oh, that sounds interesting Sennheiser that's that's pretty interesting as a way back in 2006 Raghav way, I know you're, you're sniggering right now because you get Sennheisers everywhere right now and And let me tell you how much... Currently, if I wanted to buy a pair of Sennheisers, Naren, I could could literally just buy one autopilot on my phone. Actually, (laughs) that's a little dangerous. Mm -hmm. I could actually buy one while recording this podcast. (laughs) Back then, I had to go from where I was staying, which was in Tiruvan Mayur, which incidentally is where you have spent a lot of your time as well, Raghav. Uh, I went all the way to... I'm not quite sure, but somewhere in Annanagar or something, uh, the guy told me, "Hey, come up to come here is behind this temple in this building, second floor, something." And I thought I expected a shop, nothing. It was a guy's studio, basically. And he brought out a big suitcase, like it was, it was almost like I was going to an optician. He was opening his suit, his briefcase and saying, "Ha, sir, one, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six frames," and he gave me a pair of PX hundred. I, like, I was blown away. But then it was four thousand bucks. Couldn't afford it at the time. I said, "Okay, eventually later." Um, it's amazing the journey that we have come from. From that, then of course I eventually managed to um, get a better job after my MBA. Ultra crepidarianism, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, previous episode plug for those, for those who haven't heard. And I managed to get a better job. I managed to buy my first Grado, my second Grado, um, a couple of Sennheisers after that, and now I have a beautiful pair of hi fi It's it's amazing how things have changed from that 2006 yeah. experience of mine to what it is today. So now yeah. I will hand. The baton and mic over to you, Raghav. That's been the story
0: of my life as well, because um, I graduated straight out of college in 2010, and I started working with headphones. That's pretty much all I've ever done my entire life. That's amazing. What did you study in college? I did my graduation from Singapore Management University. Okay. So so it's
2: not not electronic engineering?
0: Not at all. Hmm. I actually studied marketing. I mean, (laughs) don't don't really use anything of that in my uh, job anymore, (laughs) but uh, that's what I studied.
1: And I remember you telling me once that
0: uh, you're, you come from a family of entrepreneurs, That's right? That's right. I'm an eighth generation family wow. businessman. Mm-hmm. So we come from a family of entrepreneurs. who have been doing this for almost 250 years of uh, amazing history. Amazing. What have your ancestors done? Well, uh, they've done a whole bunch of things. But uh, from whatever we read today, they were some sort of service providers to the British Raj, giving okay. them some kind of financial services and uh, you know banking and things like that. And from there, we went into commodities. We did steel for the last 100 years. And uh, my father went from steel to electronics and manufacturing of electronics in some form or the other. And that's how I got introduced to headphones and earphones. And that it almost seems do. very
1: organic right it's yeah. like steel steel to uh, sound sound uh, to electronics yeah. electronics to headphones yeah. what's the next actual progression what's your kid going to be like well i mean if it's not music cushions. i'd be disappointed <laughs> <laughs> headphone cushions and you're a big musician yourself right you've been yeah. playing guitar and piano for a long time, for a long time.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah i'm a musician now for almost uh, 22 years that yeah. i've been playing music instruments wow. uh, pianos and guitars amazing You don't look
2: old enough, (laughs) man.
0: But yeah, it's a big passion of mine. Awesome. Uh, So we are going to take a very
1: quick break and then we are going to get back uh, with Raghav as to how Headphone Zone came about, how his journey has been like, a few challenges along the way and stuff like that.
2: And we are back uh, with Raghav who's going to tell us all about Headphone Zone and how it came about.
0: Well, I mean, it, I graduated at a college in 2010, and in a country like Singapore, at that point of time, you weren't getting too many jobs.
2: Oh, yeah, that was global yeah. recession time. Yeah, Very, very that bad. Was very bad, yeah.
0: So I had to pretty much try and figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And um, one of the things that I thought would have been a cool thing to do was to, uh, you know, try and do something related to music in India. Because I was a musician, I thought it was a, a cool thing to do at the time. And one of the things I realized at the same time was that everyone's listening to music and India is a country that you don't need to teach how to listen to music. Everyone does it every day. And everyone's doing this on their mobile phones. Right. Mobile phones had just started to become uh, a common man's tool. Yeah. At that and it point was very time. obvious
1: that it was going to like yeah. explode in popularity and usage, right?
0: Absolutely. Everybody had a mobile phone in their pocket. They had music on it. And to me, the only missing link was a good pair of headphones to do that. Mm-hmm. and um, at the time you'd see that everywhere in the world people started using headphones rather than listening to music on speakers and all of those things Yeah, yeah. because it had it became a very personal thing
1: yeah it also started becoming a style accessory exactly. as much as uh, people like you and I might like to maybe exactly. not you <laughs> uh, uh, like to berate brands like uh, Beats by Dr. Dre and Skullcandy—they made headphones cool in a exactly. way. Right? And I do see some of their philosophy and thinking trickling down
0: to so-called purist brands like Sennheiser and even Grado, for that matter. Precisely. So what happened was people started spending a lot of money yeah. buying headphones. It didn't matter if you listened to Carnatic music; it did not matter if you listened to rock and metal. But at the same time, you wanted to listen to music that's personal to you. Yeah. And you wanted to do it every day. Yeah. So that's when people started spending a lot of money on headphones. And I thought, hey, you know, that's a business. That that I should do. So we started selling headphones through our shop in Bangalore at Garuda Mall. So you
1: weren't thinking e-commerce at this point of time? No, no,
0: no. Internet was far away. I mean, there was <laughs> no Flipkart at the time, there was no Amazon, none of these guys were there. Yeah. Uh shopping malls were the in-thing. The in they, they were yeah. buzzing around, there were malls opening like fireflies everywhere. Yeah. So we decided to open shops in shopping malls and tell people, hey, walk in, listen to a whole bunch of really cool headphones. And hopefully, by the time you walk out, you'd have discovered music like you've never discovered before. Yeah, that before. was one
1: of my pain points. If I wanted to buy headphones in two thousand nine ten, you couldn't sample them. You had to trust uh, the reviews. What, yeah. Trust the reviews, right? And yeah. to a large extent, you still do that. But mm-hmm. uh, uh, for a lot of people who aren't willing to spend three thousand bucks without being able to hear what headphones are, you go to Chrome or something. You find them all packed. And you ask for a sample piece and say, sir, no, we don't have sample pieces. So, yeah, there's a big pain point.
0: Yeah. And what was more was this entire thing that you mentioned about it becoming a fashion accessory. Yeah. People did not know that you could get headphones in so many different colors and styles and designs. Mm-hmm. Because if you go to a chroma, you're just going to see a black color earphone yeah. and a sample earbud. But people walking into our stores were picking up earphones depending on what they were wearing, yeah. depending on what they would like themselves to look like, what yeah. people would you know think about them when they saw them. Mm-hmm. And that's where we, you know, we discovered that, oh my God, this is more like selling clothes or selling perfume. Right. It's not like selling a piece of audio equipment. People were trying these out. They looked at themselves differently when they wore them. And they thought, hey, this is a cool thing to wear.
1: Well, wow, so there's like, there's a tech component to it and there's a sort of style yeah. component to it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm interesting. you'd be very surprised. Today, people, the number one thing that person considers when they buy a pair of headphones is, in fact, not sound. It's, in fact, the
2: brand. It's not very different from buying a perfume, you know. Who yeah.
0: smells a perfume
2: before they buy yeah, it? You yeah. look yeah. at the brand.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah. A lot of perfume, I get, I get that. They're very anonymous. And some of them are ridiculously expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 My wife likes something called uh, Chanel Number no. 5. It's crazy. It's like 3x more than all other...
1: <laughs> Search pricing for
2: perfumes. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I, I, have a, I have a few noob uh, questions. Sure. So, number one noob question is, uh, over the year, uh, in the year, what is a good uh, mm-hmm. earphone for somebody who wants to listen to music?
0: Well, like with all other things when it comes to choosing a headphone, it's Mm. a very personal choice. Mm. There's no right or wrong answer over here. People would choose an in-ear earphone because they would like something portable, something fitting in their pocket, and ideally something that blocks our outside sound. Um, Something on ear saves you the discomfort of having something going inside your ear, but it's still Mm. reasonably portable, lightweight, that you could use every day. And over-ear headphone is making a statement when you wear it. It's loud people can see that you're wearing something pretty big. Mm-hmm. But if you're a person who's a very serious audiophile or a person who really takes his music seriously, you're pretty likely to buy yourself an over your pair of headphones.
1: Yeah. Okay. And that would most probably be for indoor use as well, because yeah. they'd be, uh, open. Mm-hmm. So there are two types of headphones. they are closed headphones, uh, which is the type that we are wearing right now? Listeners obviously can't see. Mm. Stupid thing to say. <laughs> and there are open earphones, which are like the pop filter that you are in front of you. Which again, uh, listeners can't see. Yeah. Another stupid thing to say. So what happens is the air flows in mm. more freely. Yeah. Uh, so if you see all the high end headphones, and by high end I mean things that are costing say twenty thousand, thirty thousand and yeah. above, yeah. Uh, pretty much all of them are open uh, open ear. Yeah, which okay. are meant to be you know enjoyed in a room with air conditioning and low lights and high not the kind and, we are wearing not the kind we are we- not the kind we are wearing or okay. not, not even the types that you'll see people wearing in a local train i mean yeah. you could take it you could take mm-hmm. a uh, say a Sennheiser HD 800 which is open uh, which is open air cost something like 75 80000 and you could technically take it on a local train but it would be pointless because you wouldn't have a powerful <laughs> enough amplifier yeah. and uh, you wouldn't be able to hear you would be able to hear your conversations of the people next to you and they would be able to hear your music and
0: you'd just look like an idiot really yeah. <laughs> but it, it's, it's amazing the, the the sheer number of things that a person needs to consider before choosing a headphone, it's quite endless yeah.
2: so one of the things that always uh, you know, sort of interested me mm-hmm. is let us say an over the ear phone like I, I have an over the ear uh, headphone mm-hmm. which is really really good compared to my in ear uh, thing mm-hmm. But the, as as you mentioned, it's very bulky to carry around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, would it like, would it have, would it make sense to have several, uh, like, do you know m- most of our customers have several different uh, well, headphones for different occasions? So one to carry around, one to listen at home, one to listen to, you know, sort of.
0: Well, headphones. our tagline for a very long time was that there's a headphone for every hour of the day. Okay. And uh, what we try to say that by that is that if you're going to go for a morning run, then there's a very specific sports earphone that you would yeah. wear that's sweat-proof, that serves that purpose. When you're, let's say, taking the commute to work in the train, then there's a very specific kind of earphone that you would want that doesn't fall off that blocks the sound of the crowd and gives you, you know, a a comfortable listening experience that's portable when you're walking around. When you're at work and you, let's say, have to take conference calls on the go with your mobile phone, there's a specific kind of headphone that just just does just that. If you're at home at night and you want to watch the television while your wife sleeps, then there's a very specific headphone just to do that. So uh, it's not uncommon for a lot of people to have a headphone for a specific purpose.
1: Yeah, and to take that a yeah. step further, there are even people who have different headphones for different genres. Yeah, mm. I remember one of the meets that Raghav had organised and I went for. There was a guy who actually said it's almost criminal not to have uh, different headphones for different genres because you're doing un, you're you know you're being unjust yeah. to yeah. the music as so well. There are certain type of headphones that are very uh, made for hip hop and rap etc all these Dr. Dre and things like that mm-hmm. uh, Sennheiser's classically have been very good for classical music Grado the brand that I spoke about is, tech, is very good for rock and metal it, which is not to say that each of these can't do the others and many of this is just perceptual as most of as a lot of audiophilia really is but yeah um, so like he said like Raghav said Headphones for different purposes and headphones for different genres as well. Yeah.
2: And another noob question is, if you have a, uh, a very good, you know, hi-fi system yeah. and you have a okay headphone, mm-hmm. would like, you know, uh, one, uh, let me rephrase that. Say one lakh rupee audio system mm-hmm. and 10,000 rupee headphone, mm-hmm. uh, would they sound the same?
0: Well, that's one of the reasons why headphones have started becoming uh, really, really popular with people who enjoy high-end audio. Mm -hmm. It's because what a 10 lakh rupee speaker can give you, a headphone could give you the same kind of clarity, the same kind Mm of uh, pleasure of listening to music at nearly one-tenth the price. Because a headphone takes away the entire component of loudness. It's right on your ears. It's only about the sound quality it's not about the quantity or the volume Mm -hmm. of sound so at one-tenth the budget you get a much better listening experience which is why today you will find that people who really enjoy high-end audio are able to experience this at you know budgets that were unimaginable earlier Mm -hmm. you could get yourself amongst the world's finest headphones at less than the price of an iphone wow wow
1: that's yep. that's amazing. All right. We are going to take a little break. And yeah. after we get back, we're going to talk uh, to Raghav a little bit about uh, the Indian audiophile yeah. and uh, what's really selling on your store. And we are back. Uh, we are here with Raghav, who runs... Successful entrepreneur who's running Headphone Zone, uh, which has become a successful company without VC funding. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jab yeah. at everybody else. And I can see
2: <laughs> total envy on Chuck's face because that's the job he would rather be doing. I'm
1: not sure if I'd want my passion to become my, <laughs> you know. Uh, no, no. Uh, I, I,
2: I think if you're passionate about something, there's no one happier. So than no, you. no.
1: What yeah. I, no, what I mean is I, I, wouldn't want to sell these things. The moment somebody says, I, no, no, <laughs> it's, actually a, it's actually a very bad. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> (laughs) Don't don't, don't Don't buy buy this. this. Don't buy this. Okay, Mm. Raghav, fantastic stuff that you're doing. I've seen all the stuff that you're selling. Like you said, a lot of high-end, low-end as well as high-end headphones, amplifiers, DACs, cables, a lot of stuff that you sell. Uh, Were you a little skeptical or scared when you started? Did you really think India was uh, ready for high-end audio equipment or even reasonably priced audio equipment. Like, for for, for many people, the idea of spending 2,000 rupees on a basic pair of Sennheiser headphones is still a big deal.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's a a problem that we uh, work on every day. Mm -hmm. That's what gets us to work every day. What you realize is, it's not that our country does not want to spend money on indulging in audio. People really take the music seriously it's a passion yeah, that yeah. all of them have and almost everyone who's listening to this podcast is using a pair of headphones to do it so it's only a question of convincing a person that this is something that deserves your indulgence mm-hmm. this is something that you should spend money on and it will make a difference to your life
2: well said In- indulgence is a very good word yeah. because yeah. you know that's that separates it out from bare necessity yeah, to something yeah. you know your discretionary which, which it will, elevates yeah, your experience elevates as which, it were yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, we know that they love music Now, it's about convincing them that, hey, if you're going to spend a certain amount of money and let's say buying a ticket to a live concert, then that same amount of money could be spent on a pair of headphones that will make the same difference uh, to your life and and last a lot longer. Yeah. So uh, the, the challenge we have in India is about taking all that emotion that people feel for music and somehow giving them the experience of a high end headphone mm-hmm. and telling them hey you're rediscovering your music like you never have okay that's what we do uh, or at least that we try to do through our website and through you know the vents that we hold and the people that we talk to every day okay
1: and uh, so tell us a little bit about what's selling on your website so i know there are cheap headphones what's yeah. the cheap, what's the what's the
0: cheapest and the most expensive headphone that you sell? Well, we don't do the very cheap headphones because we think railway stations do a much better job of selling that than <laughs> we do. <laughs> so, um, we we sell stuff that's branded, we sell stuff that's usually imported from around the world and they probably would go at about 700-800 rupees at the cheapest okay. on our website. Mm-hmm. Uh, we wouldn't be proud of selling anything cheaper than that. Fair enough. Uh, and it can go all the way till about to, you know, almost 3 lakhs or 3.5 wow. lakhs for a pair of wow. headphones
1: yeah. which is that? which is the 3 lakh oh, there,
0: there are quite a few of them now we've got Odyssey, which is an American company yeah. that has some very expensive yeah. ones we've got hi Man which is yeah. a Chinese company that has very expensive ones uh, there's GH Audio which makes earphones which are very very expensive but they're pretty phenomenal stuff mm-hmm. so there's a lot of stuff that's, uh, that's there just so the quite a segment. range
1: from 700 rupees all the way to 3 lakhs yeah. that's uh, quite a range ok so what's selling so what, which are yeah. the segments that are selling
0: so we see that there's a huge market for people who want earphones for less than 2000 rupees and mm-hmm. they typically would buy themselves an in-year earphone because right. in our climate it just makes more sense to have something that doesn't make you sweat right? Uh, especially when you're outdoors
2: yeah over the year ones can be really warm I know yeah. that because it, I have a pair yeah.
0: in our climate we definitely see that then mm. th- then you see that over there you've got a lot of brands which are European brands or Japanese brands trusted names like Sony, Sony. that do really well amongst the Germans or Sennheiser that does really well you'll find Philips is, uh, you know a reasonable market for things like that Panasonic does really well so these are basically guys who know these brands from other parts of the. other their places lives. yeah it's like a TV or yeah. and they trust these brands mm. and they say that hey listen this sounds like something that I want to buy then you've got another audience which says that hey I don't really know the sound and I don't really understand the sound but to me it's a style statement and they want to buy a pair of headphones that re- looks really nice, that makes them feel funky about themselves. Mm-hmm. So you feel that there is a large audience for things like Skullcandy, which is an American company that makes colorful headphones. Right. Um, and the audience is a totally independent audience. Yeah. Then there is an audience of women who, let's say, want to pick a earphone or a headphone that pretty much. Uh, you know, is colorful or looks good with their clothes and they right. want to wear something that, you know, um, uh, has a little bit of personality. Yeah. So everyone's got this little thing that, that they consider. Mm-hmm. Now you've seen in the last couple of years that there's a big trend towards buying Bluetooth or wireless headphones mm. because people want to, you know, listen to music untangle. on the go and untangle themselves from the wires that are there with the mobile so uh, you'll you find that Bluetooth headphones are specifically you know very, very popular for people who are going to the gym, who are cycling, who are walking, and they want to listen to music while they're doing this, and they want to listen to their music while they're doing this. So you'll see at about 10,000 rupees and about 12,000 rupees, uh, people are spending a lot of money on buying Bluetooth headphones for their workouts. Okay. So that seems to be doing really, really well at this point of time. Um, apart from that, of course, then you've got a huge trend that's emerging in India where people want to listen to high resolution music. What this is basically is, imagine an artist has spent an absurd amount of money recording their music in a very, very expensive studio. But when you compress that music to a 3MB MP3 file or a YouTube video that you're streaming and listening to music from, you've basically lost out everything that is nice about that studio recording. And you've brought it down to the level of an amateur recording Mm -hmm. that a person could have done at home. So you're finding that people who really enjoy their music with a 4G connection, with, you know, fantastic Wi-Fi speeds that India gets now. They're wanting to get the music, even if it means getting a little extra data or a da- little extra download, they want to get the music in its original quality and listen to it with great headphones. Mm-hmm. So you're finding that a lot of people today are buying dedicated music players, almost like an iPod on steroids, to listen to this music. That's <laughs> yeah, of putting it. Yeah. Uh, just, just to listen to this music in higher quality than what an iPod or, you know, a YouTube video can deliver. Mm-hmm and you find a lot of people indulging in this and they're not very expensive you can get yourself a great high res player for about 7000 rupees and uh, i have one yeah yep. yeah and um, with that you have a dedicated place to store music in the mm-hmm. highest possible quality and any headphone yeah. would sound infinitely better with the same music. Okay. Wow. I and, have to hear this. I, I haven't listened to it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, so it's pre- yeah. It's pretty good. And of course, so tell me a bit about the, I'm very interested in this, the yeah. audiophile market. So what you yeah. said, the high-res players is just the tip of the iceberg. Yes, yes, And what about, what about the people who are picking up headphones that are, say, thirty, forty thousand 40,000 onwards who are yeah. invested in amps, DACs and things like that? Is that what a what growing is
2: market? DAC, though? You keep saying DAC, DAC, yeah. DAC.
0: So a DAC is very interesting. It's mm. what you call a digital to analog converter. It's mm-hmm. what takes data in a hard disk, in a memory, in a, in a flash drive and mm-hmm. converts it to an electrical signal that your headphone can translate to sound. The file that you're using on Nokia 1100 is the same file as you're listening to on an iPhone 6S. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But why is it that the iPhone 6S sounds so much better than a Nokia? Mm-hmm. It's because the iPhone has a much better DAC. Oh. It processes the yeah. same mp3 file better.
2: Okay, so it converts the digital data into an analog, analog, signal, an yeah. analog signal, the exactly. sine wave thing. Exactly. Oh, okay. So that's and that's a function of computing power. That's, that's
0: a function of uh, basically processing good power. electronics. Okay, so if yeah. you're going to have a good chipset, great processing power, it does make a lot of difference. So you would typically find that people today say that, hey, listen, I don't want to change my mobile phone, but I want to get the best quality that I can possibly get from this file or this piece of music. They would typically use a DAC to achieve that along with their mobile phone. So, um, an iPhone is the best mobile phone that you can get, but unfortunately, its DAC is still not considered anywhere close to being high quality. Yeah.
1: Okay. In fact, uh, you'll be surprised. One of the uh, With that knowledge, uh, one of the phones that was considered the best sounding phone ever was the humble Samsung Galaxy S, oh, the first generation. The first, one, first generation, huh? i9000. It had something called a Wolfson chip, which was very, mm-hmm. very highly regarded. So, if you go on to some of these high... Uh, these HeadFi and some of these other uh, forums for high-end audio. You'll find a lot of people praising oh, so these that. These are
2: but application-specific ICs. So, everything is in the chip. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, yeah. you'll find a lot of people praising the Samsung Galaxy S and actually searching for the Samsung Galaxy S, even though it's a very clunky phone by today's standards. Mm-hmm. Uh, who are actually seeking that. Out. No other phone has actually ended up using that. Uh, so
2: how, how much would a DAC cost? You could get uh, yourself a very
0: good, uh, a reasonably good pair of uh, a, a DAC to use with your headphones for as little as 2,000
2: rupees. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, and it would work. And with it would imp- outperform almost every phone. Yeah. Right.
0: And of course,
1: the it goes up all the way to... A couple of lakhs, easily. Okay. Yeah.
2: So how is it? Is it a so phone to the DAC and DAC to the headphone? Precisely. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. Sometimes with an amp also in between. So it can get pretty, pretty elaborate. Chain of things. Yeah. Chain uh, of things. So yeah, you were telling us about this market. Uh, yeah, so the, the market, high-end audiophile market. Yeah. So
0: the market is one that I personally only discovered very recently. Mm-hmm. It was unimaginable that we have an audience for high-end uh, headphones. Oh, so in you India. didn't
1: consider the audiophile market while even starting headphones? No, zone. no, That's no not at all.
0: We started headphone zone because we thought people just buy, want to buy you know a decent pair of headphones yeah, and look try it at and buy things. it kind of model precisely yeah. so this audience of high end audiophiles is something that we just discovered because when we brought in high end headphones to sell they would get sold out immediately mm-hmm. and you're like who's buying this
1: yeah mm-hmm. and uh, I must confess I was very skeptical about this yeah. when I met Rago for the first time I said hey we are bringing all these big brands and odyssey is one of the most legendary respected brands the country. I was thinking okay but really are there going to be more than two or three people buying it and it's so surprising every time now he brings these new high end brands and I just go to the site to you know drool over them pawn as we used to say yeah. <laughs> headphone zone is my preferred pawn site yeah. i'm playing it out there in the open yeah. i see these uh headphones that are worth like 70 80, 000 sold out, sold out sold out so i'm like wow
0: this is amazing stuff yeah. yeah and we're very surprised by this so this is an audience that we did not build this is an audience that probably existed earlier who really enjoyed. just tapped but, into yeah and, yeah and they just didn't have a way of buying these products they just couldn't get them in India and they had to wait till you know they went somebody abroad get, or something. Yeah, somebody that.
1: came from the US or something.
0: So I think that a lot of these brands totally underestimated the Indian market. Mm-hmm. The fact that nobody did something to address this is where we got a little lucky. But what's happened now is that these guys have all bought their headphones. Mm-hmm. Now it's taking the people who don't know enough about this but mm-hmm. would like to learn and giving them the information, giving them the experience of high-end headphones, giving them the experience of listening to good quality music, and showing them a demonstrable difference that this makes. That's what we're working on right now. It's not that they don't have the money, it's not that they don't have the interest, but somebody has to take the initiative of giving them this information. So you
2: you you want to extend the try and buy model? Pretty yeah. much, that's, that's what we're doing. So is that is that feasible? even feasible for you to, uh, you know, sort of uh, have a try and buy for really high-end Uh, Well,
0: the internet really allows us to do a lot of things that we couldn't have done earlier. Hmm. Um, Number one, a lot of people came to know about us and came to know about really good headphones because of the internet. Hmm. Uh, What we're trying to do is that we try to get these guys who use high-end headphones every day and put them together in a room with people who want to learn more about this every day. And we host an event called Headphone Connect. It's an event that we try and host every other month in a different city across India where we have typically anything between 30 to 60 guys who come in for an evening of beer and pizza and, of course, headphones. Uh, one of the things that Hopefully happens. Hopefully,
1: they don't eat the headphones.
0: And they don't they put two slices of pizza. <laughs> <laughs> there's <laughs> so much beer can do to you. <laughs> yeah, but uh, one of the things that the really cool things that happen over there is that you people you have people who are you know have been in this hobby. We call them hobbyist music listeners. They've been in the hobby for many years now, and they're coming in contact with people who feel just as passionately about music, but have just come to discover high-end headphones for the first time where my job becomes very easy. It's about taking a person who, uh, you know, has this information, giving it to a person who needs this information. And uh, the more events that we host, the more we find that the community is becoming bigger and bigger and bigger. That's amazing. And uh, that's how we think we want to do this. Going forward, I think, you know, we're probably a couple of months away from having the ability of a person to try out a high-end headphone from their home, trying out three different options and picking the one that's absolutely perfect for them. Uh, they can just pretty much send back the other two headphones where every person's home becomes a demo room. That's oh, amazing.
1: fantastic. Amazing. That's that's, that's amazing. really amazing. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah.
0: So I think that the internet allows us to do a lot of things. It's, yeah. it's become awesome. a fun place to be.
1: Uh, I'm sure you face a lot of challenges along the way. I remember, for example, you have a warehouse in Chennai which was affected by the floods that happened uh, last year. Uh, uh, What happened there? Any other? Because you work in a logistic. At the end of the day, you are shipping
0: actual products. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's what happens all the time. People who are uh, buying headphones from Delhi and Kashmir and Gujarat and Assam, they're all getting their headphones from one warehouse that we have in Mm -hmm. Chennai. And if something goes wrong in that city then a person who's completely unaffected by the tragedy in Assam is disappointed. He's mm-hmm. let down. He's wondering where his headphones are, why they aren't as- mm-hmm. there as mm-hmm. yet. So when the floods happened in Chennai, we had to pretty much call every single one of our customers and tell them that, hey, listen, uh, your headphones are going to be delayed by a couple of days, but we can't tell you when because it's entirely dependent on the rain gods. Yeah, but I
1: think that it's amazing customer care just to have yeah. sent out that SMS, uh, yeah. uh, uh, send out that mail in the first place. First yeah.
0: I'm sure you've...
1: Uh, you have interacted with a wide range of people yeah. during this. You've uh, uh, you have, you've have dealt with earphone noobs. You've yeah. dealt with guys who think they're audiophiles. You <laughs> think they are guys who are established audiophiles. You also, I've also, uh, I also know for a fact that you've dealt with uh, many headphone dealers from across the world, yeah. uh, many big brands who considered India, who once considered India, never came to India, etc. I'm sure you have a couple of stories that you can uh, share with us, a couple of funny incidents or frustrating incidents as it were that happened.
0: Well, I. I mean, the one thing that I remember completely changing my perspective on this entire industry was meeting the CEO of a company called Odyssey. And Mm -hmm. these these guys make ridiculously expensive headphones. One of them is an Indian, right? Yeah, the CEO of Odyssey, the founder of Odyssey is a guy called Shankar Samudram. He's an Indian from Tamil Nadu. Mm -hmm. And he's an electrical engineer by training. And he was describing how he started making these headphones a couple of years ago, where he was working in the U.S., and he basically wanted to make a great pair of headphones that Warner Brothers could use for editing audio in their studios. And he came up with these pair of headphones, a very rudimentary design, pretty much something that he came out of thin air. And he created a technology called Planar Magnetic Drivers. And the first person to try these headphones was A.R. Rahman. Oh, wow. And he was completely blown away by what he heard. And this basically, you know, gave birth to a company that today is known to be the world's finest headphones anywhere. So when I came in touch with him and he told me that, hey, listen, uh, this is a company that we started out of Madurai. I was <laughs> like... Are you it's, serious.
1: he yeah. started out in Madurai. Well, I mean, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. he is
0: from Madurai, and you know, he's got. That's why saying Bose there. is from Calcutta. <laughs> yeah, it's probably true. But I was completely uh, blown away by the amount of uh, ingenuity that you know we mm-hmm. have in our country. But today, there's no headphone brand, so to say, that's an Indian brand. So I think that there's, there's something that, 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 that should be done over there. And I was totally inspired when I met Shankar. Easily yes. one of the most humble uh, persons I've ever met. And to be a CEO of one of the world's finest headphone brands was uh, just a very, very, very inspiring. What's
1: operation. your favorite uh, What's your favorite headphone?
0: Well, I'm, I'm not allowed to have one because <laughs> unlike you, Chuck, I have a business. <laughs> but what right. I will tell you is that to me, a person who's bought a headphone that he thinks is the perfect pair for him in every respect mm-hmm. is basically a battle won.
1: Okay.
0: That's to me is, is the most uh,
1: Yeah, that's like your thing. business objective, the thing that you yeah. put on your plaque and, you know, yeah. in your <laughs> office. One
2: one quick question from me yes. is, uh, you know, a few years ago, people used to buy phones from Dubai and things like that. Yes. And now uh, I've uh, seen people going to Dubai mm-hmm. with phones brought from India. So uh, has something similar happened to the headphones? The, Are headphones now as inexpensive or less expensive than other parts of the world?
0: Let me just say, they weren't until we showed up. Oh, excellent. We're making sure that we change that. If he
1: could, Raghav would have just dropped the mic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: We're
1: going to take a short break and we're going to come back. Raghav has an interesting article to share with us. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we'll be right back. And we're back. Uh, Raghav, you have an interesting headphone-related article to share with us. Yes.
0: So for today, my recommended reading for all the listeners is an article on uh, an online portal called The Verge uh, written by a journalist called Vlad Savov. And it's an article that basically talks about Beats by Dr. Dre. (laughs)
1: Basically, I like like what you're doing.
0: (laughs) Beats by Dr. Dre, as many of you may know, is a brand that was acquired by Apple a couple years ago for an absurd amount of money. They're easily amongst the biggest, most popular brands of headphones. Reviled
1: by uh, audiophiles audiophiles. around the world. Because
0: they say that, hey, this is a, a headphone that gives you too much bass. It's commercial music. It's not pure it's not crisp it's not giving you everything a good headphone should and here's an article that counters that view Mm -hmm. saying that hey it's music that's fun it's not music that's accurate but it's music that's fun and it gives you a completely different perspective on buying expensive headphones where they're no longer about great engineering it's a great article to read to know what the other side of the coin is. Yeah.
1: I I read the same article and I, li- I And as much as I would like to, I, I would not be caught dead wearing a Beats. Uh, but I, lo- I love some of the points that these guys make. They're like, he tried one of the most expensive headphones in yeah. the world. He said, it was amazing. I could hear everything. I could hear instruments, and he also said, it was dead to me. It's just mm-hmm. not yeah. fun. It wasn't fun at all. And then he put in, so what we're saying, so it, it's almost like, it's the epitome of engineering, but It had no soul, you know. So I think that's the important thing, especially if it's something as emotional as music. There needs to be that bit of emotion or soul along with the injury, which is why some of the best headphones that are made have a little bit of color, as it's called. Like, for example, Grado is said to be very good for rock because it has slight bass and a very pronounced treble, for instance. So, uh, yeah, that was an interesting article. So, Raghav... uh, if people want to reach out to you, ask you about the headphone queries, buy headphones, where do they have to go?
0: It's it's very simple. You can just reach out to us on social media. I handle my own social media profiles. So, Raghav Somani on Twitter, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, or anybody can just drop me an email on ragav at headphonezone.in. And if they give me their phone number, I'll call them back. Awesome. And if, uh, if they want to buy headphones from you? www.headphonezone.in.
1: And if you prefer using Amazon, make sure that the seller is? Headphonezone. Absolutely. Thanks, so. much, Raghur. Thanks so much for your time. I learned a lot. Thank you
2: so much for having us. It was awesome and I learned a hell of a lot. Thank you so much,
1: Raghuram. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.